Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Paralegal Voice here on Legal Talk Network. I'm Carl Morrison, a certified paralegal devoted to law and your host of the Paralegal Voice. I'm a certified paralegal and paralegal educator, and I'm devoted to not only the paralegal profession, but to all legal professionals, from legal support professionals to paralegals to those whom we support, attorneys. I'm devoted to helping others enhance their passion and dedication for the paralegal profession through entertaining and engaging interviews. Today, I'm recording from the NALS 67th Annual Education and Networking Conference in Phoenix, Arizona. I'm mixing it up here a bit, and we'll be interviewing a couple of attendees from the conference, and so you can think of this as me asking questions from the, quote, woman on the street. So my first guest today with me is Lauren Rentz, a paralegal from Greenville, South Carolina. This is her first national paralegal conference. And uh, my second guest will be Tara Hughes, a certified paralegal and the national president of NALS. And she's from Phoenix. But first, we're going to start with Lauren. Thank you so much for agreeing to do this and be here as a first timer <laughs> to the national conference. Well, thank you for inviting me. I feel very privileged and honored. <laughs> oh, well, great. I'm glad you're doing it. So we'll have a lot of fun and don't be afraid. So, <laughs> But before we begin, we would like to thank our sponsor, Thomson Reuters Firm Central, cloud-based legal practice management that streamlines your day and automates non-billable administrative tasks so you can accomplish more with less. And also NALA. NALA, the Paralegal Association, is a professional association for paralegals providing continuing education and professional certification programs for paralegals at NALA.org. NALA is a force in the promotion and advancement of the paralegal profession and has been a sponsor of the Paralegal Voice since our very first show. And finally, ServeNow, a nationwide network of trusted pre-screened process servers. Work with the most professional process servers who have experience with high-volume serves, who embrace technology and understand the litigation process. Visit ServeNow.com to learn more. The goal of the Paralegal Voice is to discuss a wide range of topics important to the paralegal industry and share with you leading trends, significant developments, and resources you'll find helpful in your career and everyday job. My guests will be engaging and informational with a little bit of fun thrown in. And so, like I said, today we're mixing it up a bit. Of course, the weather is beautiful and warm and sunny here in Phoenix. I call myself a desert dweller or <laughs> aka desert rat now, um, being here in the in living out in the Southwest uh, for about three years now. Um, and like I said, my first guest is Lauren Rentz, and she's a first timer. And I wanted to share with the listeners impressions of a first timer at Paralegal uh, at a national conference. So like I said, Lauren, thank you for agreeing to do this and be here. Um, but before we get into the meat and potatoes of the questions, <laughs> this is your first conference, right? Yes. So tell our listeners a little bit about yourself first before we start talking about the conference. Well, I'm about to be 27. I'm from South Carolina. I've been working in a law firm for almost a year, just shy of a year. Um, first time I've ever done anything like this. And I am truly blessed that I have found a job at this young of an age. Well, not really young, but <laughs> <laughs> that I absolutely love waking up in the morning and getting to go to work. And I just, I love what I do. You are young. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I'm so excited to hear that you feel so blessed to be in such a profession because I was um, a little bit younger than you when I first started 
and absolutely love it and I wouldn't want to do anything else. So um, I'm glad to hear that you have the passion (laughs) and drive for the paralegal profession. Mm -hmm. So as a first timer and sort of as a uh, newbie to the profession at heart, what prompted you to register for a national conference, legal professional conference? What was the hook to get you to come to the conference? And really, um, you traveling across <laughs> the entire country. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, I was kind of, I, I tell Tara uh, Brown, she's our um, president-elect for our chapter for okay. Ellis, our legal staff professionals at Greenville. I tell her I'm her mini-me because literally our president now is my office manager, Um she told me like in March, she's like, Hey, you need to come with us to one of our luncheons. And I was like, okay, cool. I get there. And like two weeks later, she's like, Hey, I'm nominating you as treasurer. And I was like, huh? What? (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, I've barely been here. She's like, no, you'll be okay. You'll be okay. So I started doing all that. And I started hearing them talk about, um, I think it was in Vegas a couple of years Mm -hmm. ago and, um, our other paralegal, she now works with us virtually. Um, they were telling me about it and I was like, it sounds like a lot of fun. I'm super excited. And I'm kind of a, a nerd, like I love to learn new things. So when they were telling me that there was going to be different classes I could take, that was really like what got me excited that and to be kind of get out of my shell a little bit and meet right. new people. So you're speaking to another <laughs> nerd in the room. Um, I love to learn and I'll mm-hmm. never forget um, when I graduated from high school, we won't say the year, <laughs> uh, but when I graduated from high school, I had a lawyer actually give me a particular book and he inscribed in the cover of the book that to never stop learning. And I took mm-hmm. those words to heart and I have never stopped learning. <laughs> you can always learn something new. So mm-hmm. coming to uh, the conference, the hook was one of the things you, I hear what you're saying is yeah. that it's learning. You wanted mm-hmm. to learn more. Yeah. Um, that's great. So nerd to nerd, uh, you know. <laughs> <laughs> you get me. You understand me. <laughs> I get you. I get you. And I'm sure there's other listeners that get it as well. So I guess two days ago was the first day of the conference. So that was like the big yeah. keynote speaker first session. So tell the listeners, what was your impression as you came into the keynote, the first session right off the bat? What was your impression? What was your thought? It was a little overwhelming to begin with because I'm kind of not like a real social person. So it was a little overwhelming being in a room of people like I barely knew, but then like everybody started coming up to me, you know, I have my bright yellow badge, so I'm a first timer. So everybody's like coming up, talking to me, saying, hey, and you know, introduced me and I just kind of started to feel at home. Um, And I just, I love that, that everybody just kind of made me feel welcome. (laughs) That's great, that's great. I remember my first national uh, legal conference, I had been, I practicing paralegal for several years before I even went to a conference. <laughs> and the only reason I went was because the senior paralegal I worked with at the law firm, um, she couldn't speak. Um, she had some other engagement trial or something. And so she said, boy, I want you <laughs> to go do my presentation for me. And I'm going, what? <laughs> <laughs> and I went in there and killed it and was like, I love conferences. Oh my gosh, I got to go to the next guy. And so 11 years later, I've been doing it and love it. And so, but that first impression of going in, you're going, whoa. Yeah. And especially coming from like a super small town in the South, like you get out here and it's like completely different. I'm like culture shock. (laughs) (laughs) Right. So we've been going now for a couple of days and attending a lot of sessions. Mm -hmm. So tell the listeners, what was your favorite session so far? Do you have a favorite? You may have multiple favorites. Um, 
And what was your least favorite? So what's your favorite and least favorite? Let's see. My most favorite was the sweeter side of business that Dean Naughton did. Um, he was really engaging, and it was just kind of like how you could, I guess, kind of pay it forward. Um, mm-hmm. You know, go around and make sure you know that your employees or you know paralegals or legal staff is being they're taking care of themselves. You know, they're feeling wanted because that's the main main thing that is. I don't want to put it, that means a lot to me is that my boss actually cares. Right. I've never left a job because I didn't like the job. I left because I didn't like management. And now where I'm at now, my boss is amazing and great. Like he's been texting me and checking on me like, hey, are you enjoying it? Are you having fun? And I'm like, it's just the light bulb. And I'm like, this is about my boss, basically. (laughs) And then my least favorite... I don't really know. I've enjoyed all of them. Like, I've learned something new at all of them. There's not one of them that I haven't taken something away from. Right. I will tell you that, uh, like most paralegals that go to conferences, just a little bit of mentoring here. (laughs) Um, You will find that your boss will always be pestering you when you go to conferences. (laughs) Um, It it happens to me as well, but I wouldn't do it any other way, you know? And them quote unquote, checking up on us is really they're missing us because (laughs) uh, they can't function without us. Exactly. And he's realizing the worth that you have and give to his particular uh, practice. So kudos to you that he's, you know, checking, (laughs) checking in with you, (laughs) quote unquote. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So if there are listeners in today's show, listening to the show, that maybe they've never gone to a national paralegal or legal administrators or whatever type of legal conference, national legal conference, if they've never been to one before, what advice would you give to them about attending as a first timer? Um, Just do it. Just do it. Just do it. Um, You meet so many people that, you know, you can, you can connect with, you can, you know, and I was talking to, um, again, Tara Brown, she was telling, uh, telling me that when she sold my boss actually on letting us come probably five, six years ago, I think, um, that she had met somebody from Hawaii, I think. And she said, you know, hey, I called her up. I had, you know, client and I had a property in Hawaii. And I was like, hey, I need a deed. She, you know, got in touch with that lady and they got everything done for her. And she was like, Chase, she was like, you you get these connections. She was like, it's something, you know, you can't, you can't pass up on it because you have somebody everywhere that eventually is going to help you. You network and you connect with everybody. And that's just been, and I'm, I'm beginning to see that now. I'm like, hey, I can keep this person in mind for this. We do this and they do it in a different state. We can, you know, kind of bounce off each other. I tell students all the time that networking is a key component to being a very successful paralegal. Yes. And one way to network, and there's multiple ways to, to network with your peers, but one way to network is to go to a national conference mm-hmm. and bring a stack of business cards and start, you know, throwing them out. And if you don't have business cards, create your own, you know, Vistaprint and all those type of places. You can get cards cheap Mm -hmm. and um, make a stack of your own business cards to pass out contact information. Because I have, over the years of going to national conferences, I can't tell you how many times I've had a situation in another state and I have literally met someone in almost every state in the union and been able to reach out to them. From Georgia to South Carolina to California to Washington and vice versa. People have contacted me in my respective state because it's like, oh, I know Carl, so I'll reach out to him. And so, yeah, networking is a huge component about going to a conference. 
So, Lauren, I could talk to you for the, like two more <laughs> hours, but I've got another guest just knocking on the door as we speak. And um, I want to say thank you so much for taking the time to meet with me and well, kind of give... thank you for asking me. Oh, of course, of course. <laughs> and being able to give a little bit of a first-timer's uh, perspective to coming to a national conference. I hope you enjoy the rest of the conference. We still have the rest of the day. And of course, I'll see you around. And let's take a short commercial break. And when we come back, we'll continue our show and meet with Tara Hughes, uh, a seasoned certified paralegal and national president of NALS, uh, who uh, is put on this particular conference here in Phoenix, Arizona. So we'll be back. NALA offers continuing education, professional development, and voluntary certification for all paralegals. The Certified Paralegal Credential has been awarded to more than 19,000 paralegals. The Certified Paralegal Program is also the first paralegal certification program accredited by the National Commission for Certifying Agencies. NALA works actively with all those in the legal field to promote the value of paralegals and to advance paralegal professionalism. Learn more about NALA at www.nala.org. Looking for a process server you can trust? ServeNow.com is a nationwide network of local pre-screened process servers. ServeNow works with the most professional process servers in the industry, connecting your firm with process servers who embrace technology, have experience with high-volume serves, and understand the litigation process and rules of properly effectuating service. Find a pre-screened process server today. Visit www.servenow.com. Welcome back to the Paralegal Voice. I'm Carl Morrison. I'm reporting from the NALS 67th Annual Education and Networking Conference here in sunny and warm Phoenix, Arizona. I'll tell you guys, it is very warm, but we're in the desert, so to be expected. My second guest today is Tara Hughes. Tara is a senior certified paralegal from Phoenix, and she is the current uh, national president of NALS, and she's here with us uh, to get her perspective as a more seasoned paralegal. I never like to say uh, senior paralegal it makes us feel old. So uh, you're a seasoned paralegal, okay? So did you know you called me a senior paralegal when you first started? <laughs> did I really? You did. Oh well, hmm. um, seasoned certified paralegal. Let's put it I, that I way. I prefer that term better as well. <laughs> um, so Tara. Before we get into some of my questions, um, why don't you tell the listeners a little bit about yourself? Absolutely. And thank you for having me on the show, Carl. I really enjoy listening. You have wonderful topics. And I know we all work in a field where it's stressful and you bring a little levity to to our day, or at least to my day. So thank you for that. Thank you. Um, I am been working in the legal field for about 20 two years now. Sorry, I always have to do the math when I do that. <laughs> um, I got my start in Washington State and moved to Phoenix, Arizona, where I have been working in private practice there since 2005. So about 13 years, all in family law. So I am pretty seasoned <laughs> in that area. I also have three certifications, um, one from each of the national associations, uh, the first one I got was the NALA CP certification, certified paralegal. Um, I got that right after I finished my paralegal certificate at Phoenix College. Then I earned my 
PP, my professional paralegal from NALS, the Association for Legal Professionals. And finally, two years ago, I got my RP, registered paralegal from NFPA. So um, I've got all the P's. (laughs) Nothing wrong with that. I am a huge proponent of certification, education, and I too am collecting my Peace. So <laughs> I'm right. Just one more left to do. And that's now a certified paralegal exam. So very soon. So my first guest, uh, she and I were talking about the first timers perspective of coming to a national legal conference. Yes. So I'd like to kind of get your take as someone that's been to other legal conferences and other conferences in general, because you and I were talking and, and you belong or sell, I guess, uh, keep your, a designer, excuse me, with (laughs) keep, right? Yes, that's correct. Okay. And so first, what conferences have you been going to? Like besides NALS, NALA, American Bar Association, local level type conferences, what conferences have you gone to and how long have you been going to like national level type conferences? And then I'm going to segue into another little portion about going to a national conference. So okay. first question first. <laughs> first three questions. Right. First. <laughs> well, um, my very first national conference was a NALS conference in Norfolk, Virginia. It was in 2008. And I've only missed one since then. So I've been coming pretty regularly to the NALS national conferences. I have also attended the, we have in Phoenix, it's uh, Maricopa County, uh, their bar association has a paralegal division that has a conference, a one-day conference every year. So I've been to that as well. So that's not necessarily a national conference, but it's not a national uh, organization. So so we're fine there. Um, and I attend those fairly regularly. I've also been to, I volunteer with the state bar, and I attend their two-day family law conference every year it's held here in phoenix again it's a state thing but i help out the state bar i help out at the registration desk but then i also get to sit in on the cle so i get the same cle that the attorneys do for no money what What a deal i mean (laughs) i want that um but then you also mentioned that i was a designer for keep collective it's a bracelet that we sell bracelets and there's necklaces and it's really about designing and your own unique story um with that but they had their annual conference in nashville this year uh they call it hoopla um and that was really fun to go to something a little bit different to see how it kind of differs from something in the legal field which it does and it doesn't right Mm-hmm. Pretty much all conferences kind of follow the same format. It's just the the substantive that's different, of course. So what was your experience going to your first ever national, like paralegal, legal type conference? What was your overall experience? Well, I was excited. I had been involved locally for a couple of years when I went to that. So, you know, I knew what NALS was. I knew what it was about. I didn't know the extent of what I was going to experience on the national level Um, with people from other states all around the country. I knew that my local chapter was friendly and nice and welcoming, but it was 10 times that at my first conference when I went to national. And it continues to blow me away every time I go, even though I've been to, I think, nine now. So, yeah, I just, I mean, in the education, there's just so much to choose from. It's just 
a variety of things. Um, we always have fun things to do. So it was just all like new experiences that I got to experience with all these new people that I don't get to see all the time. Right. Did you think it was a little daunting at first, a little overwhelming at first? Yeah, because there, there is a lot to choose from and you're not sure where to go. And, you know, if, especially if you're in a city that you don't know, you kind of feel stuck. But luckily, I was with some people from Phoenix, so I was able to kind of glob onto them. <laughs> um, but then also just the other attendees that were there were kind enough. And I could always ask anybody any questions if I didn't know where a room was or to sit next to somebody if I was going to a session by myself. Right. Yeah. What do you look for? When attending a legal conference, you know, what's the hook? What gets you to attend? Is it like looking in substantive law, technology, the fun events? What is it that, <laughs> oh, I want to go to that? You know, is it the location? Um, I think it's a little bit of everything. Um, I first look and see if I know the association or who's putting on the seminar. Because I've been around a little bit longer, you know, there are some that are I'm going to use the term funner, <laughs> more fun <laughs> than others, because that I think is part of it. So I think I want to make sure that there's a good mix of good education and topics that I want to hear about, um, but also some of that those fun elements and networking, because that is a huge, I use my networking every day, right? every single day. And so if there's time built in for that, along with the education, that's what's really important. And I just, about the education, I work in family law, solely in family law, but I like to go to CLE. I mean, I do like to go to CLEs about family law because I learn things, but also I like to go to other areas of law. Right. Because family law does touch upon a lot of different areas. Yeah. And so for me to even have a experience with that area of law to know have a little bit of knowledge about it then I can actually do something when it comes up it's funny that you mentioned that because conversely when I lived in Tulsa Oklahoma I worked for a large firm and started working with one partner that she needed family law paralegal assistance well, my experience has always been civil litigation that's what I've done for a million years and I really didn't know that much but I still had a lot of the same skill sets that transferred into doing family law. All I needed to learn was the substantive procedural aspect of the family law world. And so being able to attend local conference mm -hmm. where there were sessions on family law helped me get educated on that respective area. Absolutely. So yeah, even today, I don't do family law, but there were couple of sessions at this conference this weekend that it was like, oh, well, that's really interesting. I want to go hear that. I learned a ton of stuff and some stuff that actually will transfer into what I do now. So it's exciting to go into, don't always just, my recommendation, don't always go into the your track that you do. Branch out. I right, mean, exactly. And don't, when you're looking at what education is being offered, don't just say, well, there aren't any family law sessions or any there's always civil litigation, <laughs> right? <laughs> plenty of that. But you know, there's no IP, there's no whatever area of law you work in, look and see if there's actually something because a lot of things too cross over. Right. So you know, you may go to a real estate section about valuing homes. Well, we do that in family law. So right. you not only have to look at what area of law it is, but what the topic is and what the speaker is going to present on. Right. Yeah, exactly. 
So we just really just wrapped up yes. uh, the weekend, the sessions, and um, this last session especially. And so you've been attending the sessions yes. like I have throughout the entire <laughs> conference and the fun events, and there's mm-hmm. been some really fun things here. What's been your favorite session so far? Gosh, like, I was there just like one? <laughs> Um, no, I think I'm going to put it into two categories, if okay. you don't mind. Sure. Um, so because there were sessions that were substantive and legal related, and then there were other sessions that were leadership or kind of in the other category that weren't necessarily substantive. Um, and I'd have to say that my favorite non-substantive was this last session that we had, mm, yeah. Reignite Passion. And kind of bring it back, we, you know, we challenged our members and our attendees to bring it back to why they came, why they are here, why they are members. And no matter what association you're in, mm-hmm. it's all about passion. I right. mean, we are passionate about our jobs. We're passionate about the field that we're in. We're passionate about our personal lives. We're just, you know, you you should be passionate. I mean, that's, it makes you happy. Right. And so it was really exciting. You know, we weren't really sure how that session was going to go and if anybody was going to stand up, <laughs> but we didn't have to call on anybody. We had plenty of people to stand up and the stories that they told were so moving and amazing. And it just re, even though I knew what was going on and what it was all about, it even more so reignited my passion. Great. What about, Substantive sessions. Substantive. So I think my favorite substantive session was um, we had a speaker on Trans 101, and it was providing information about that community, the trans community, you know, what to say, what not to say, you know, how to interact if you've never been around a trans person, and also some of the struggles that they go through you know, in their employment, in their housing, and what, you know, allies can do to help them out. I will say that was one of the sessions that was one of my favorites, was that particular session. And uh, working in a corporate setting, there was a lot of things that while I work for a company that is very embracing into that particular community, there was still a lot for us to learn that I thought would be great takeaway. And in fact, I, after the session, went up to the speaker and talked to them about actually that attorney and and the transgendered attorney having those two come and speak to our particular company. So um, it, it was a fantastic session. Yeah. And again, going back to my point earlier about, you know, looking at the session and seeing what it's about, there were even family law issues that come up for transgender people. So, you know, again, you just never know and you have to be mindful and not just look at what's on the surface and the schedule, what the title is or who the speaker is or what the area of law is. You have to really dive in and see what that is. And that that particular session touched on employment law. Yes. And the ramifications from the employer standpoint. And so it was like, wow, you know, well, for me personally, it was a, a subject that I was interested in anyway that I was going to attend. I didn't realize I was going to walk away with some employment law aspect to take back to my job. And so it's like, yeah, you, you can't always necessarily take it at the cover just by the description. You may have to actually go in and set in on that session, you know? Exactly. Exactly. So 
as a seasoned paralegal, yes, <laughs> not senior, <laughs> um, who's come to many conferences, what are some tips, tricks that you would give to a first timer, that individual that's coming to a national conference for the very first time? The first thing I would do would be to say, sign up for everything. Attend all of the sessions, attend the luncheons, attend the welcome party, attend any evening events, um, you know, even if they are an extra ticketed event, um, and even if it may not sound fun to you, because I truly believe that you get out of it what you put in. So if you are just sort of going to sessions or you're afraid to go by yourself, find a buddy, ask for a mentor, just ask questions. It's never going to hurt to ask questions, but also participate and be an active participant. Don't just go and sit in the back of the room because you're not going to get very much out of it. And But network, meet people. That's what this is all about because you never know when you're going to need someone. I'm in Phoenix. You know, if I need somebody, I had a, a NALS friend help me in New York about a filing because I couldn't figure out their website. And so I said, instead of spending hours on this or getting on the phone, why don't I just call my friend? And I got an answer in 10 minutes. So it's meeting those people, especially at these national conferences that are from all around the country so that you can expand your network. And I'll even add to that, mm -hmm. you know, I have attended now NALA's conference, uh, a couple of their conferences, and I've attended several, of course, NALA's conferences. NIFBA is next on my list of conferences <laughs> to attend. And the reason why is I get a lot from all of them. I mean, I got a lot from NALA's conferences. Yes. Um, and I have met individuals and networked with individuals from NALA's conferences in addition to NALA's. So I just keep adding to my collection of network and, you know, go embrace another one and see what it's like. You will find different perspectives in each association and going to those national conferences. I am a huge proponent about networking. And yeah. so conferences is a huge way to really build and build your network quickly and large. You know? Well, and I think, I think it's important for students or people looking to get into the paralegal field. Don't wait to network. Do it now. Start now. Even if you don't have a paralegal job, that may be the way to get one. You know, even if you don't have all of your education, you're going to get more and you're going to meet people. And that's how you, I mean, I truly believe most legal jobs are found, maybe even anything, I don't know, I know about legal, um, is about who you know. Right. And knowing about that job before it goes public. And you have to start networking now. Don't wait. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely true. Well, unfortunately, you and I could talk for hours on end. We can. <laughs> <laughs> My voice is virtually, I'm losing it because I've talked more in the past three days than I've talked in the past three months. So um, <laughs> I'm going to go back to work and I have no voice, but that's okay. Um, but really, that's all the time we have for today's podcast. So I want to say to my guests here, Tara Hughes, thank you so much for um, agreeing to be my second guinea pig um, <laughs> on today's show. I really enjoyed you doing this, and thank you so much. Well, thank you, Carl. I really appreciate it. And uh, hopefully I've had some wisdom for people, and hopefully you know they go to their next conference and take advantage of everything it has to offer. Thank you so much. That's all the time we have for today's podcast. Be sure and tune in to next month's episode. 
Firm's central cloud-based legal practice management software for solo and small law firms provides a single online location for all of the tools you need to manage client files and perform client work and offers unrivaled integration with Westlaw. With Firm Central, you can securely store and organize documents and case files, manage time tracking and billables, and collaborate with clients through a secure client portal from anywhere there is an internet connection. Welcome back. The following are some upcoming paralegal and paralegal-related conferences worth noting and, more importantly, attending. So be sure, and if you haven't registered for one of these, you do so soon and attend. NIFBA will be hosting their 2018 annual convention and policy meeting in Seattle, Washington at the Hilton Seattle Airport Hotel and Conference Center October 25th through 28th. Come travel the Yellow Brick Road and head to the Emerald City, Seattle, Washington. It's going to be a great meeting and you don't want to miss out on this wonderful legal conference. And finally, we come to my favorite segment of the show called the Listener's Voice. This is an opportunity for you as a listener to send me an email with any of your questions, your career celebrations, etc. And I'll go through them and I'll select those to read on air. And if there's a particular topic you'd like to have read on air, uh, send me an email and make your voice, the listener's voice, known and heard. Send the email to me at devotedtolaw at gmail.com. That's D-E-V-O-T-E-D, the number two, L-A-W at gmail.com. Ashley, today's question comes from a legal professional that I met here at the NOWS conference. And we were talking, and this gentleman asked me the following. He said, Carl, I'm a legal professional who works for a local government agency. I have a bachelor's degree and I have a paralegal certificate. I'm considering a move to another state and I'm concerned about my ability to find employment as a paralegal. Now, while I have paralegal education and I do have paralegal certification, I don't have a lot of experience working as a paralegal. And I'm really working currently more in a more management type role. So how should I go about looking for employment as a paralegal in another city state? So to that question, my answer is first, think about the skills that you have. I will tell you, and, and this goes for anybody, whether you're moving across country or not, and looking to transfer into maybe a different area of law or even into a more substantive paralegal type role, you've got skill sets that do transfer. You don't realize them, and it's when you take stock and figure out, okay, what do I do in my current position? Well, list them out and go through them and figure out, oh, okay, I do... You know, I supervise two or three individuals in my department. Well, great. Well, you have A, leadership skills. B, you have management skills. You probably project manage over them. All skill sets that are relevant to what you do, even if you go from a corporate governmental department into a law office world. I, me personally, have switched to the opposite. I went from law firm world to corporate. And when I took stock, I figured out, okay, these are all the skill sets that I have to transfer into uh, my particular role. Don't sell yourself short. Second, you know, you really, you have your education, you have your paralegal certificate, you have, a, you know, all these things that you were taught in the way of being a paralegal. So you have to feel confident 
in and believe in yourself to know that, yeah, I can make that switch from a governmental management role into a paralegal working in a law office. And also don't sell yourself short in areas. Don't think about, well, I can only get a job as a manager for a courthouse or corporate type department. No, you can go into and work for a law firm. You can go and work for an e-discovery company. You can go work for a trial presentation company. The, the, the sky's almost the limit for paralegals. You know, we're taught, and, and I teach students, we're taught that as a paralegal, you're going to be drafting motions, drafting letters, you know, doing research. While yes, if that's what you're gonna do 100% of the time, sure. But all those skills transfer into other areas. And so they are the cornerstone, the building blocks of building on your career. So don't sell yourself short. Believe in yourself and know that you can do it. And I wish you the best. I wish you all the luck in the world. I think that you'll make an absolutely fine paralegal in anywhere that you go, whether you stay in your home state, whether you move across the country. So that's all the time we have for today's Paralegal Voice. Keep the questions coming. Email them to me at devotedtolaw at gmail.com. And stay tuned for more information in upcoming podcasts for exciting paralegal trends, news, and engaging and fun interviews from leading paralegals and other leading legal professionals. Thank you for listening to The Paralegal Voice, produced by the broadcast professionals at Legal Talk Network. If you'd like more information about today's show, please visit LegalTalkNetwork.com, find Legal Talk Network on Twitter, Facebook, and LinkedIn, or download Legal Talk Network's free app in Google Play and iTunes. And reminding you that I'm here to enhance your passion and dedication to the paralegal profession and make your paralegal voice heard. The views expressed by the participants of this program are their own and do not represent the views of, nor are they endorsed by Legal Talk Network, its officers, directors, employees, agents, representatives, shareholders, or subsidiaries. None of the content should be considered legal advice. As always, consult a lawyer. The Lunch Hour Legal Marketing Podcast, your resource for the tips and tactical advice you need to grow your business. Plus, keep up with the news and commentary you crave to stay one step ahead. It's hosted by me, Guy Sakalakis. And me, Conrad Song. Every other week, we break down the issues holding back your marketing strategy and talk about the changes you need to be prepared for. Check out the Lunch Hour Legal Marketing Podcast wherever you get your podcasts or on YouTube.